according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. This gospel reading that we heard today is often used in funeral homilies. So kind of like 90% of funeral homilies, you will hear this as the gospel. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. And if there were not, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you and will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. And I love it because Thomas gets always really panicked and anxious and confused and he says Jesus if you're going tell us the way show us the way so that we know how to get there and Jesus says one of the most profound lines I think in all of scripture I am the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me And I think it's so important for us to know this and to meditate on it because we live in in such a secular world that believes that there, there are many ways. All roads lead to heaven, all faiths lead to heaven. But Jesus makes it so clear. He is the way and the truth and the life. But Thomas, he, he, wants a, he wants a road map. You know, he wants to say, Jesus, well, tell me how to get there. Show me how to get there. And Jesus, he doesn't do that. He says, if you want to get to heaven, it's through me. It's only through me. I am the way and the truth and the life. And I think this is so important for us to reflect on, especially as we celebrate this this Easter, this time of Easter, this fifth Sunday of Easter, because we're celebrating the reality of the resurrected life, the reality that we 
can experience heaven on earth and ultimately that one day we will be with him in heaven if we know him. If through this life of ours we have come to know him, to love him, and to give our lives to him. So I think it's important for us to ask the question, do we know him? Do we really know Jesus? Is he the way for us and the truth for us and the life for us? I think when this comes about at funeral homilies, you know, it's so important because what we're ultimately dealing with eternal life. You know, the stakes are high. This, this is eternal life. It's eternal life or it's nothing. Jesus says, unless you go through me, you will not reach the Father. It's only through him that we can come to know God. So I think it's important for us to reflect on that. Do we know him? You know, when Jesus started the church and he sent his Holy Spirit upon the church, he didn't give the church a, a roadmap. He didn't give the church a plan. You know, so sometimes people will say Jesus didn't intend to, to found the church. Well, he did, and, and he is still working in the church. But he didn't give us a roadmap. He just gave us the promise that he will be with us always, that with him, he will continue to lead and to guide us. So I just want you to think about a few ways that, that we know whether or not we're with him. First of all, the most profound way that we can encounter Jesus in this life is right here at the Eucharist. The Catechism says, though, that our dispositions matter. You know, that the way that we approach Mass really impacts whether or not we will come to know him and experience him. So if we just come to Mass and we're bored and we're yawning, we want to get out of here, we want to get communion, get back into our car, we don't know him. We really don't. But if we come to Mass and we're yearning to experience him, we want to hear him in the Gospel, we want to, we want to receive him into our, into our hearts and into our lives, then we truly do know him and love him. And we'll experience heaven, not only in this earth, but in, in, in eternal life to come. So I think the first way is to, to just pay attention to our disposition at Mass. Do we come here really expecting to encounter him and to receive him? Or are we just going through the motions? If, you're, if we're just going through the motions, we're not experiencing him. So first of all is the Mass. It's the source and summit of our faith. It's the way that we encounter Jesus and come to know him in this life. It's the only way we're going to get to heaven is by knowing him and receiving him. The second way, I think, is through our daily prayer. You know, it's only after a whole lifetime of spending intimate time in prayer. And that's why uh, one of the greatest gifts I think I have been given as a priest is this deep love and yearning for prayer. And hopefully, uh, for those of you that did pray 40 days, you've, you experienced him in some way. You experienced a deep and profound relationship with them. So the second thing is prayer. Just that we spend time in this daily, deep, intense prayer with him. That, that, that intense time of meditative and contemplative prayer because that's where we real, will really get to know him and fall in love with him. And the third way that I would encourage is, is adoration. So we're blessed here to have Eucharistic adoration every Sunday night after, after the 5 o'clock Mass. We have adoration until around 8.30 and then night prayer. And then on Friday mornings we have adoration until 11 a.m. Mass. I just encourage you to spend time in adoration because when you spend time with Jesus, just looking at Him and allowing Him to look at you, 
you'll come to know the way and the truth and the life. And if you can't make it to adoration, the church is always open. So you can come and pray before the Blessed Sacrament and be in His presence. Or go to another church that has perpetual adoration. But I just encourage you to do that. So first of all, really to come consciously to Mass, to be aware that you can experience Him and that we can actually receive Him at every Mass. Secondly, to to realize that in our, our daily prayer, our daily intimate prayer, we come to know Him and love Him in a profound way. And third is, is through adoration, just being with Him and, and, and gazing at Him and allowing Him to look at us. Because the truth is, He doesn't give you a roadmap either. You know, I don't, I don't have a, a, a roadmap that tells me exactly what to do every day in my life. The only map that we have is being in union with Him. When we are in union with Him, everything that we do, everything that we're a part of, wherever we go, all of a sudden, it is the right way. And it is the truth. And it is the life. And so I just encourage you to to do whatever you can to nurture and to foster that union with Him while we're still here on this earth so that one day we can be with Him in heaven. Because He says these most powerful lines that I think in all of Scripture that are so true. I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me.